You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone. Neil here. Before we get to the game, I had an exciting announcement. I wrote my first book. It's a comedic love letter to Triviality's patron saint of podcasting, Patrick Swayze, and is titled Being Patrick Swayze, Essential Teachings from the Master of the Mullet, featuring essays, quizzes, trivia, and more. The book is going to come out on April 26th and is available for pre-order now. You'll be hearing about it a lot more in the next few months, including a promo code for 30% off and maybe even a Swayze-themed episode hosted by me. To learn more, go to the link in the show notes. I couldn't have done it without the support from all of you. And now... Back to the show. Little fellow, you must have given up the hope of living. Uh Uh-uh. On the contrary, I do not let the word death bother me. Same here, baby. Then what are you waiting for? Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. This game's going to have a little bit more seriousness than usual. It's going to be a game of death. Dun, dun, dun. dun. So much excitement. Joining me in the studio, as always now, is Ken, Jeff, and Neil. How are you guys doing? That's me. Uh, I'm Neil. And Jeff, we already did and this. And this is Triviality. <laughs> welcome to Triviality, the game where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. How, how are you feeling, Matt? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, settling back into Chicago winters. Got my snow boots out. And you got those things that you put on the bottom of the snow boots so that you can you can walk without falling. My with, snowshoes. I guess snowshoes. Tennis shoes, rackets. Yeah. Tennis rackets. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I know it's a game of death today, so I'm I'm kind of uh, pumping a little bit here just to get the biceps popping out just a little bit more. It's good to get a quick pump in. Uh, Jeff, what are you working on? Oh, uh, nothing in particular. <laughs> Sounds about right. Jeff's over there in the corner uh, creepily staring at us for some reason. He's not even in his seat. He's in the corner with just the microphone. Just in the zone. Yeah, he's. In, well, what do you call that? The Jeff zone or yeah, auto zone. I try to stay out of the Jeff zone. <laughs> Get in the zone, mm-hmm. the Jeff zone. But uh, today we have a youthful infusion, much like the uh, blood infusions that Neil receives <laughs> on a weekly basis to keep uh, his youthful glow. Yeah, we. Uh, I'm gonna have Matt introduce them, but I, I, we were calling them the future before mm-hmm. we started recording because this is the future of triviality. Yes. As we said to them, we're gonna mail them the equipment. We're done. <laughs> this yeah, is it. The venison of triviality. Is yeah, that how this works. I don't know. Uh, let's meet one of our players first in this game of death. Uh, joining us is Benji Davis from Eads, Colorado. How you doing, Benji? Uh, I'm doing great. I got off work literally 20 minutes ago and rushed back to my hotel, and now we're here. <laughs> oh, perfect. 
uh, it's, a, it's definitely a good thing to get right off of work and just hop right into more work is what I assume this is going to be today. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, I am work uh, at a convenience store here in Eads, Colorado. I went to a high school of like 20 people. I graduated with two in my class. And uh, I've uh, been doing trivia like my whole life. Uh, shout out to my knowledgeable coach, Miss Fees, for bringing me to where I am today. Yeah, well, congratulations on finishing top 100 in your class. We know that there was a, uh, <laughs> you know, a big accomplishment there. Uh, Benji is a rules guy impersonator contributor on Patreon, and we we appreciate that so much. Uh, so thanks again for joining us today, Benji. Um, and then we have a person who wrote the game. We have a host uh, joining us from Provo, Utah, is Colin Meldrum. How you doing, Colin? I'm doing pretty well. Awesome. Uh, thanks for joining us today. You are also a member of Patreon at Oakland Fiverr. Uh, again, appreciate it so much. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. Uh, I don't have a job, obviously. Uh, I attend BYU here in Provo. It's a full-time uh, job let's in see, itself. When I'm, that's, that's fair, although I mostly just sleep and eat. Mm. <laughs> um, I have a cat that does uh, that. Yeah, we're very similar, honestly. <laughs> Uh, I got into trivia middle school. Uh, I was on the my middle school's quiz bowl team and did that through high school. So I've been been quite into trivia my most of my life. So do you think your middle school quiz bowl team could beat triviality in a <laughs> trivia contest? Uh, probably not me by myself, <laughs> but as a team, we might stand a chance here. All right, middle school. Yeah, we're getting we're getting out. We're getting Maybe you take Collins middle school quiz bowl team plus Miss Fees. Together, mm. they would take down Triviality. That'd be a super team for sure. All right, you middle school kids. We're doing all 90s trivia, you <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Uh, awesome. So as I stated earlier, it is a game of death. Uh, a little different than the usual rules. Um, but the way it's going to work is Benji is going to go up against each of us one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, swing round and the final will be played a little bit differently. Uh, but we'll get into that when we get there. Um, so, Benji, you'll have your choice of the first competitor. So who would you like to face first in their specialized category? Uh, I think I want to face what's probably going to be one of my hardest opponents today. And let's go against Neil. Oh, boy. Getting chosen first. So I guess uh, I guess we'll make this happen then. I'm ready. It's the opposite of the dance. You got chosen first. That's true. I never got chosen first. Uh, <laughs> even in the Sadie Hawkins dance, uh, uh, no one asked me to go. Ball, opposite of the dance? Yeah. I, Sadie Hawkins dance, you're expecting... To be asked to the dance. No one asked me. I had to I'll, ask I'll someone. I'll dance with you, Neil. All right. Thank you. All right, Colin. I'm ready to go if you are. All right. Well, picking Neil's convenient for me. It's right at the top of my sheet. <laughs> oh, it's like we planned it. All right. So I guess we can get started with question one. Category. I will find you again. We all know that Brian Mills, Liam Neeson's character in the Taken trilogy, has a very particular set of skills. These skills make him great at finding those who have taken his loved ones, but he's apparently not the best at preventative measures. Who gets taken in each one of the movies? We'll give you five points for each correct answer. Okay. All right. I will lock in, Benji, so you can talk. Now you need names, right? Uh, I hope not. I think relations is fine. Relations well, yeah, to relations Liam. I, I definitely don't, I don't expect you. <laughs> All right. Benji, who gets taken and taken one? Uh, yeah, I've, I'm going to lock in pretty quick because I've don't know much about it but i think that uh for the three of them it's uh the first movie is i think it was his daughter 
Um, the second movie might have been his wife, and I'm going to say the third movie was both of them. Yeah, uh, actually the same answer. So the first one was his daughter for sure. She got pulled under the bed. Uh, the second one, he was trying to reunite with his wife. Um, so I said it was his wife. And then the third one, I believe they were together. And I went with daughter, wife, uh, daughter and wife. Well, you are both getting some points on here. The first one, it is Kim, his daughter. The second one, uh, Brian, Liam Neeson, and his ex-wife actually both get taken in the second one. Uh, mm. And then the third one, it's his wife, but then she gets murdered. Uh, oh. So I guess that's five points. Five points apiece. I forgot about that. The his sequels are so taken, bad compared to the original. Life. So yeah, right. taken. they both got taken. That's true. All right. On to question two. Gotcha. I know you know a million little things about this comedy series that began airing on AMC in 2006 with a theme song written by the Friendly Indians. I'm going to lock in over here. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a gasp of realization followed by <laughs> utter, utter defeat. Um, I, I'm going to go with the, uh, top of the answer with the, I know, you know, and it might, I'm going to say psych, but I don't think that was on AMC, but I'm going to go with psych. Uh, yeah, I, the, uh, title song, uh, he had the lyrics in there. I'm going to lock in with psych as well. That's both of you are correct. <laughs> See, I always thought that was a USA show. Psych yeah, is USA. To USA. Yeah. Mm. Oh, did Colin say um, AMC? Okay. I said AMC. It started on AMC and then moved to USA. Oh, when they oh, welcomed the characters, okay. I believe. as part of the character welcoming movement. All right. Question three. The end is near. Tragedy struck on September 23rd, 2021, as Nintendo announced a new live-action Mario movie starring Chris <laughs> Pratt as the title character. For some reason, Illumination decided to include Donkey Kong, who was slated to be played by this actor. Who knows? Maybe his experience playing animated animals will pay off. I'm going to lock in on this one. I know it. Ooh. So, Neil, who would be Donkey Kong in your dream casting? <laughs> You're casting the Mario movie. It's Danny DeVito. Yeah. If John Leguizamo <laughs> isn't in this. He's not. Mistakes were made. I'm trying to remember because the, the movie is Chris Pratt and then Princess Peach is um, Jennifer Lawrence. Mm. Oh, I saw the cast list too. Um, Jack Black's in it, but I thought he plays Wario. <laughs> but maybe, maybe none of this sounds real. I don't believe that this is happening. <laughs> oh, it's sadly happening. That's that's valid, Matt. Though I mean, <laughs> it doesn't need to happen. That I think that's the better. I would agree respond. with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's Seth Rogen. I know Jack Black is in this cast. I just don't think he's Donkey Kong. I think he's Wario or Toad. Maybe. <laughs> Oh, man. I just looked at this the other day, too, because everyone was really angry Chris Pratt was playing Mario. Very <laughs> angry. And they wanted Giuseppe from Great British Bake Off to be Mario. See, and I wanted Ray Romano. Oh, that'd hey, be great. Hey, Peach. <laughs> hey. Stop it, Mario. <laughs> like Luigi, whatever his name is. Robert. <laughs> Robert. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know what? I, I know I see, I've seen this cast, like I said, but I, I just can't pull it. I know Jack Black's in it, or at least is scheduled to be in it. So I'm just going to say Jack Black. All right. So we got one for, oh, Benji's answer. I didn't get, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm fairly certain 
uh, if I remember right, that it was uh, Seth Rogen playing Donkey Kong, actually. That's right. Neil sent it, but unfortunately, he did not get the correct answer. It is Seth Rogen. Jack Black is in it. He'll be playing Bowser, I believe. Oh, Bowser. Oh, wow. This cast is wild. That is pretty yeah. wild. It's <laughs> very random. I, did I say Seth Rogen, right? Yeah. Okay, so at least I was... Yeah, you I, did. I, you I knew specifically said it. that it wasn't Seth Rogen, I believe. <laughs> it sounds like it was casted by like a like an actor generator. <laughs> they just picked random yeah, just, just a random wheel, yeah. Who's famous right now? <laughs> yeah, oh, this guy. Okay. All right. Question four. A great honor. For what notorious movie did Tom Hanks get his first Academy Award nomination? I guess that means this movie was a huge success. I'm I'm not gonna get it. I'm gonna pass. Okay, we have a pass from Benji. So this should be right in Neil's wheelhouse, but he's uh, got a migraine today. Oh, that's coming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> man, I should know this. Um, first Oscar nomination, so it's not Forrest Gump, '94, um, for which he won. For which he actor, won. Right? Yeah, Philadelphia. He won, which was '90. It would have been the year after '95. Just, um, just uh, shout out some Hanks movies. See what you get. Uh, Bonfire of the Vanities, or, or sorry, uh, Joe Joe and Joe versus the volcano. I was like, was he in Bonfire? No. Um, <laughs> Splash. Um, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump. It's got to be earlier than Forrest Gump, so I got to think of stuff pre nineteen ninety four. Bosom Buddies. Didn't know that. Bachelor Party. Bachelor Party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these are none of these are helpful. I'm trying to think. What movie was he in bef- after like nineteen eighty eight and before nineteen ninety four? Oh, oh. That one where he gets addicted to Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, um, I can lock in. I think I think it's big. Oh, it is in fact big. Yep. Damn, I get the totally forgot about big. <laughs> yeah, I I was trying to hear the clue in the back of my head, and it was like screwing me up at first because I, I wrote down Notorious, and I was like, well, he wasn't in the Notorious B.I.G. biopic, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I mean, Tom Hanks is everywhere. He's in like <laughs> wedding photos galore. He so. played Puff Daddy, I think. I mean, his his roles in Cloud Atlas are a little questionable, but he's definitely played many different characters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no big. I I finally it came to me because I I was watching SNL and they had a skit uh, with uh, Robert Loggia's ghost, and I remember Robert Loggia <laughs> is the one on the piano. So amazing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Question five, the last one. Category name. Wow, a whole dollar. After adjusting for inflation, Gone with the Wind is the highest grossing film of all time. Which film is second on that list? I think I'm I think I'm good to lock in. So the adjusted for inflation. Mm. Second and, highest grossing film. Yeah, well, so it's tough too, because with the adjusted gross, there's so many different movies it could be at the top, but I'm guessing I'm just gonna go with um Part of me doesn't want to go as Titanic because I know it's a, it's got to be a James Cameron movie, but his is top now. So it could be, let's see, Gone with the Wind was 39. It could be not Casablanca. It could be Star Wars. could be E.T. Um, yeah, you know, I, I feel bad about this answer. I'm just going to lock in with Titanic. Yeah, I used to know both of these lists for adjusted and not adjusted, and I don't remember them anymore, but I think it might be Titanic. Uh, unfortunately, Titanic is number three on the list, I believe. Number two, again, is Avatar. Ah. Damn. Not Dune. Not yet. Not, not, not ever, yet. probably. <laughs> did, it did do well. It did, do well. <laughs> it did well, but it didn't explode. I feel like in that not first round, uh, I was freezing in the cold water 
As Benji pushed me in from the ta- from the door. <laughs> There's no room on this door. <laughs> well, you guys both did completely average because you got half the points available in the round, and you guys are both at 25 points. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Not, nothing bad. I didn't get smoked. I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> All you got to do is hold your ground, Benji, until mm-hmm. we hit your special round, and that's where you charge. Right. That's where you attack. All right, Benji, who do you want to face next in their specialized category? I think for the next one, I'm going to go with Jeff. That's the one I'm next least confident in. So, Making me scroll down. So you like I'm the so potpourri sorry. is what you're saying. You're very confident in potpourri. I'm fairly <laughs> confident in the grab bag, yeah. Assorted Ken. It's like the, he's like the Haribo star mix. Is that Mixed nuts. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Question one. You caught my eye. What was the first planet to have its motions plotted across the sky? This may have happened as early as 2000 BC. I'm going to lock in with a guess. Yeah, I don't know for sure, but my guess on this one would just be um, Mars. So, All right. We got Mars from Jeff. Benji? Uh, I don't know. I think it might be Mercury. I might have heard something like that a while ago, but I don't know. I'm going to go with Mercury, yeah. All right. You picked... Uh, both of the ones that it was not. Uh, it's <laughs> Venus. Venus uh, is the one that you most like to look at, probably, one. right? In terms of uh, goddesses. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Didn't Bananarama Jeff. sing about this, Jeff? Jeff, you're my Venus. You're my fire. My oh, that, is, that is hilarious because I playtested this with my parents yesterday, and my father said the exact same thing <laughs> as you just oh, did. Yeah. Did he really? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> We're getting close to that age. <laughs> what, are, what, are your, uh, what are your parents' names? Shout them out. Uh, Kent and Allison Meldrum, thank you for playtesting this yesterday, or I guess like two months ago when this comes out. <laughs> all right, question two, all by myself. It can be lonely being the odd man out. The hyoid bone is the only bone in the body not connected to any other. Where is this bone located? The hyoid. <laughs> That's very helpful, Kent. Thank the you. Hyoid. Also being played by Seth Rogen in the animated version. <laughs> Um, I have a guess on that I'm going to lock in. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to lock in. Hyoid points connected right. to the nothing. Exactly. <laughs> That's, That's what I was considering for my category name, but it just didn't stick. All right. Uh, I guess we'll start with Benji. Uh, I'm going to guess it might be in the ear. I mean, it makes kind of a, a little bit of sense, but I don't know. I know. I think there are three bones in the ear, and you could be right about this, but I just guessed that it was a, a rib, so like connected to cartilage the, only. The floating rib. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. I don't know who was closer in area, but unfortunately, we're both incorrect. It's in the throat. Oh. Mm. Uh, it aids in tongue movement and swallowing. The old throat bone. The old throat bone. The old throat bone's connected to the... So Gene Simmons has a huge hyoid. Oh, <laughs> Not the kiss guy, the other one. <laughs> the guy you know named Gene Simmons? No, there's an actress, Gene Simmons, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Question three. Time to shape up. Agreed. Yeah, Jeff. There are three. <laughs> yeah, just... Throwing our wow. team in, yeah, throwing no the, team in the trash here. Uh, there are three flags in the world that are not rectangular in shape. Can you give me two of the countries with these irregular flags? I'll give you two bonus points if you know the third one. Pass. Okay. Just straight up pass. I have no idea. <laughs> so, the flag of Nepal 
is two triangles. So I will say Nepal. Um, and I, when you say non-rectangular, I think they're still rectangular for the other two because the other two I can think of are squares, which would be a rectangle, right? Yeah, if you want to be pedantic. Yes. I do want to be pedantic. <laughs> this is my round. Um, he means they're not traditional rectangles. Rectangles, yes. So I would say Switzerland and Vatican City would be the other two. Well, those are correct. So that's 12 points for Jeff. Sorry, mm. I didn't know how to say uh, not specifically a rectangular no, shape. No, no, I know. I'm just, that, that makes no whole sense. just being pedantic. We, we all know, and all the listeners at home knew what you meant. They're all long-suffering. Jeff, I, I hear it. there's a yeah. uh, professor of p- pedanticism at BYU. I can't think of the right word for that. What's the, what is the right word for that? Pedan- Pedan- pedantology. Pedantology, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so 12 points to triviality for the that study one. of being a giant ass. That's correct. It's okay, Jeff. I listen to the show for your pedanticness. Thank you. That makes one. I got one. (laughs) (laughs) I consider turning it off every day. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) I respect that position. Question four. There's got to be a clue. Ancient pyramids were used as shrines, temples, and tombs. What country contains the most pyramids today? I can lock in. I know... I mean, like, the obvious answer is Egypt, but that's probably not it. Um, I think it's like pretty the... impressive pyramids in the U.S. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. That Bass Pro Shop pyramid? Great. Exi- yep. Um... That and the Luxor. Those are the two I know. <laughs> um, I think the, uh, like the Aztecs or the Inca had a lot of pyramids. So I'm going to go with, hmm, I'm going to go with, like, I'm going to say Chile. Chile from Benji. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Jeff. All right. Um, I'm going to guess that this is a civilization civilization close to Egypt, but I believe down the Nile there was a lot of pyramids built several thousand years uh, ago in Sudan. So that was my guess. Mm. Uh, Sudan is correct. Ten. Makes sense. Wow. The capital of Sudan is Khartoum, and I said tombs, which is a horrible clue, but I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I didn't. Uh, I was on the same line of thinking as Benji. I thought maybe it was Mexico with all the Aztec structures, mm-hmm. but no, same uh, same general area and you know um, similar civilizations, but just uh, those were built long before the uh, pyramids you'd see up in Giza. Now here's a question: What right. if you were put into a pyramid uh, as your tomb, like the tomb of Ken? What would you be wearing? Because they all had you know, like nice dress on, you know, when they were. I'd be in the buff. You'd just be just completely naked. <laughs> yeah. They open the tomb, you're just naked and dead. Yeah. You just like have rotted everywhere. Yeah. The only part of my, my my midsection is the only part that's mummified. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's just... so they they pull off the the um, bandages and it's just <laughs> there's nothing there <laughs> to bring that back. Matt, what about you? Would you I think you'd be in the Ric Flair. Um, oh, big robe. The big robe. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> How about you, Jeff? Anything? Triggers like a trap. This is woo. That's just gas escaping. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna beat that. Let's go to question five. <laughs> All right. Question five. Got milk? It is well known that the longest bone in the body is the femur, which is located in the thigh. But what is the strongest bone in the body? <laughs> we all know, right, guys? <laughs> right, gentlemen? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to lock in. Strongest oh. how? Hardest to break. Lifts the most weights. Let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> the most durable. I'll take the first two of those. <laughs> okay. Um, 
trying to think of the bone that would be closest to uh, a round shape. So, because mm. the the longer it is, the easier it'll probably be to break. I should just call up Evil Knievel. He's broken every one of them. I should see which one was the hardest for him to do. Um, I'm going nice to say the uh, the uh, the pelvis is the hardest to break. I know you can break them, but I'm gonna say it's the hardest. It's pretty hard. It's got got some shapes and stuff in it. So if you I say don't know. So. I dude, I don't know. I'm not I'm not there like with a press trying to break bones on my weekends, despite what you may think. What do you think, Benji? <laughs> Alrighty. Uh once again, this is uh something that I definitely knew at one point when I was doing trivia and just forgot, but I think it's the tailbone. Coxes. Right. Uh tailbone from Benji and I think you should pelvis Jeff. Uh from our little discussion before, it appears you got it, but it is actually the femur. Oh, he tricked oh, you. It's the longest answer. Yeah, I thought it might be a trick question. Yeah, you never really hear about people breaking their femur. So, mm-hmm. makes a lot said it's long, it's strong. <laughs> got to get the friction on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't apply. <laughs> yeah, All right. That point. So it looks like Triviality took a little bit of the lead thanks to Jeff's uh, wherewithal on some of those questions. Looks like uh, we have 47 points. A little oh. tough for Benji. Uh, no points in that round, so he stays at 25. And uh, Colin and Benji are both uh, really active on our Discord. So just wanted to shout that out. Benji's been uh, pretty active on there recently. Um, so if you'd like to join them, you can uh, go to our Discord. There's a link in the show notes, and there's a link on Patreon, um, on our social media. There should be a link there as well. But you can go over there. If you don't want to use Facebook as an option, you can uh, chat with people over there. There's there's question testing, um, different questions being posted throughout the day just to practice trivia, and then just you know normal chicanery and and uh, nonsense going on over there for fun. So shout out to everyone over there. A lot of our play testers are on Discord. But you can also join them over at The Crop on Facebook or on any of our social media uh, where we're at TrivialityPod on pretty much everything. If you want to find us and interact, say hello got some really nice messages on instagram the other day um for from some listeners which was great so uh yeah keep sending those messages and um hang out with us on social media uh, definitely do that and we're moving into the swing round so the swing round in the game of death you're going to go up against two competitors those two competitors will not be allowed to play in the final uh, you're going to get to choose those so who do you want to face in the swing round today benji i think for the swing round i thought long and hard about this all week but i'm gonna go with Jeff and Neil for the swing round. Ooh, okay. And I think we, that's a good choice because I always bomb in the final. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think we decided regular points for each team, right? Regular points for each team. Yeah, because it was getting a little bit too carried away. Mm-hmm. And this is supposed to be a challenge, right? It's supposed to be a game of death. Yeah. It's not a game Somebody, of injury. Somebody's got to die. Well, I believe it was Jonathan Oakes who got a perfect 10 and absolutely destroyed us in it. So after that, we decided no more. Yeah, it was a Princess, <laughs> Princess Bride round, if I recall. Yeah, yeah. that was a rough round. Yeah. That was a fun one, though. Oh, Mad yeah. did pretty well, but we just couldn't uh, overcome no. that double point advantage. Uh, 100 points in one swing round, not good for us. All right, so it's going to be a, a bit hard for Benji to uh, rack up points in this, but it's supposed to be that way. So, Cool. And what's the category, Colin? All right, the category for my swing round is video game enemies. Oh, man. Ooh. So uh, I'm going to list a few enemies in popular video games, and you will simply have to give me the name of the franchise. Okay. Damn. I know. <laughs> you feel free to read them all. I think you chose right What here, a Benji. wise yeah. choice, Benji. I, I do too. I do too, yeah. One is Keese, Octorox, and Bokoblins. All right. Two is Waddle Dee, Blade Knight, 
and Meta Knight. Three is Hunters, Elites, and Brutes. Four, Robit, Springer, Telly, and Friender. Five is Naughty, Claptrap, Bite Size, and Zinger. Six, Crab Meat, Ball Hog, and Burabot. Seven, Sniper Wolf, Liquid Ocelot, and Cyborg Ninja. Number eight, Drackey, Fight Geist, Platypunk, and Cruel Cumber. <laughs> number, number nine is Shan Yu, Hydra, Lucifer, and Davy Jones. And number ten is Megaleg, Swoop and Stew, and Gooper Blooper. All right, that was certainly a lot of stuff. A uh, reminder to the audience, if you want to play along with this, just hit that back button a couple times. Listen to it as many times as you need to. And we'll be right back with our answers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back from the swing round. It's not looking good in the studio here for the boys. Now, we are very quiet here during the swing round uh holding our heads in our hands um we don't i don't play many video games so benji chose correctly because i have been no help i just named a lot of video games that aren't even popular anymore but benji benji looks pretty confident he does i don't know where you got much more muscles now than you did before (laughs) you're in a tank top so you're really confident he's looking way more frightening yep he leveled up and let's get the questions one more time so starting off number one is keese octorox and bokoblins yeah, so for that one, I knew uh, right off the bat that was Legend of Zelda. Yep, took me a minute, but I remember that one being Legend of Zelda. And Legend of Zelda is correct. Number two is Waddle Dee, Blade Knight, and Meta Knight. I was pretty sure with that one at Waddle Dee that it was Kirby, but Meta Knight confirmed it for me. It's Kirby. Yep, uh, we said Kirby. And Kirby is also correct. On to number three, Hunters, Elites, and Brutes. That is Halo. Yep, we said Halo. And Halo, Halo is correct. Halo. Not quite. 
Uh, number four is <laughs> number four is Robert Rabbit Springer Telly and Friender. Uh, this one I had no idea. Didn't get yeah. anything. No, um, Friender tried to join that up once, I think. Um, but other than that, we had no idea. So, so nothing. Uh, this one, no. this one was probably one of the harder ones. Uh, it's Mega Man. Oh, oh, okay. Number five, Naughty Claptrap, Bite Size, and Zinger. Why are you this laughing at the Claptrap there, Colin? Well, no particular <laughs> reason. Laughing over there. Maybe something happened off recording. We don't know. <laughs> uh, sorry, Benji. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, this was the easiest one for me. Claptrap is the iconic, annoying robot from Borderlands. Oh, is that the one where they all wear weird masks that Eli Roth is doing the movie of? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we didn't know. We said Crash Bandicoot, which may appear on this list several more times. <laughs> for you? <laughs> Unfortunately, no points on this one. Uh, I have never played Borderlands in my life, oh. uh, so I didn't know that was in there. This is actually Donkey Kong. Shocking Don- twist. Oh, my God. Is it from Donkey Kong uh, Country? What a twist! I was so. Oh, it is from Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, thanks, Seth. Turn to Seth Rogen. <laughs> All right. Man. Number six: Crab Meat, Ball Hog, and Burrobot. This one took me a minute, um, but I finally remembered. Crab Meat is Sonic. Uh, yeah, this one um, we we heard the the name of the character said before, kind of said in a. Uh, Crab meat, ball hog, burrowbot. So we locked in with Billy Bob Thornton's sling blade. <laughs> oh, that was very close, uh, but unfortunately is Sonic. Sling blade the game. I'd play it. Riveting. All right. Number seven. Sniper Wolf, Liquid Ocelot, and Cyborg Ninja. That is Metal Gear Solid. Oh, Wolf. Never mind. Um, yeah, we said Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> it is. It is Metal Gear Solid. All right, under number eight, Drackey, Fight Geist, Platypunk, and Cruel Cumber. All four of them. Uh, yeah, I wasn't certain on this one, but it's a game I might have played a couple times. Uh, I locked in with Dragon Quest. Yeah, we said Fruit Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad guess, uh, but Dragon Quest is the correct answer. Wow. Right, number nine is Shan Yu, Hydra, Lucifer, and Davy Jones. This one was like right there, and I just couldn't get it, so I didn't lock in with anything here. At least I got a war. Got <laughs> a war. Well, these are all uh, villains in Disney movies, which means it is the Kingdom Hearts oh, series. Oh, okay. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And then number 10, Mega Leg, Swoop and Stews, Gooper Blooper. Um, this one, I think, might be Mario with the blooper, but that, yeah, so that's what I locked in with was Mario. Mario seems like a good guess. Uh, Jeff and I were talking to each other, and um, I think he said he knew Gooper Blooper. I was a little more familiar with... Was not Gooper Blooper, your friend from uh, college? <laughs> uh, Gooper Blooper was. Every time we'd go somewhere, he'd, he'd trip and fall over and go, Goo Gooper! <laughs> Oh, really? That's what he was known oh, for. God. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Gooper unfortunately uh, didn't help us on this answer, but we thought he gooped it w- right off a bridge. <laughs> he did. He's, he's gone. He R.I.P. He got kicked out of college because he was gooping everywhere. Um, but we also locked in with another movie-based game, and we locked in with uh, the cal- <laughs> the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. The game. <laughs> the game. <laughs> Where's the synambulist? <laughs> 
Uh, no, unfortunately, it is Mario. Um, Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Although oh, I wouldn't mind playing that. What, what's on? I'm like, I know the Chomp, uh, Chomp, Chomp, or the yeah. Chain, yeah, chomp. Chain, chain Chomp, or the the Bomp Womp. I don't know whatever the, the, the cinder blocks are. The Thwompers. Thwomps. Yeah. What's a Mega Leg? I don't remember this one. Mega Leg is one of the one of the bosses in Mario Galaxy. See, is it yeah, a big leg? Yeah. I couldn't play that game because it made me feel Once ill. Once there was more than two buttons, I couldn't play anymore. No, that one made me feel like the, <laughs> the motion engine in that just made me feel really yeah. nauseous. So I was like, I'm out. That's fair. All right. Following that swing round, Benji has made up a lot of ground. It is now 60 for Benji and Triviality. Slightly 62. That's a very slight. Very slight. Wow. All right. So now going into the second half of the game, it's between me and Ken. Whoever you don't pick, you're going to face in your own special round of your choosing. So who are you facing in? I have a feeling we're not getting any sports questions today. Uh, No, I had no confidence in sports. (laughs) So I decided to go with uh, Ken as my final individual category. Here we go. Miscellaneous. (laughs) Ken stuff. Gotta love it. Question one. Luck of the Irish. This colorfully named anime follows Asta as he fulfills his dreams of becoming the Wizard King. During his journey, he travels from his titular home country into other lands such as the Diamond, Heart, and Spade kingdoms. All right, I'm locked in. Not because I've seen this, but just there was enough clues. Yeah, I don't really know. I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in with uh, an anime I've seen like two episodes of, uh, Snow White with Red Hair. Okay. Well, he said Luck of the Irish, and he also said it was colorfully named. So I'm going with Black Clover, which I have no idea uh-huh. what it's about. I haven't seen it. I've just seen it on Hulu. The clues were enough to get it for you. It is Black Clover. Makes sense. Is that is that because Hulu has your number and all they show you is anime recommendations yes. now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting like the deepest cuts. Mm-hmm. All right. Question two, fish food. Speaking of anime... Characters are often portrayed consuming this Japanese street food made from fried octopus balls. It's not to be confused with a similar-sounding classic Mexican food. So we're not talking about the balls of the octopus, right? <laughs> we're talking. I don't about... think that's what these are, but you never know. So we're talking about uh, balls of balls of uh, of uh, dough with octopus bits in it. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, I know what it is. Ooh. Um. I don't, so I'm going to say calamari, because that's an octopus thing, I think. All right, this is an Osaka specialty. Like I said, dough balls fried. They have octopus bits in it, and it is takoyaki. Takoyaki is correct. Mm. Which I've never had. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't seen it, haven't eaten it. Got it right, though. Who cares? I know everything about it. I've heard about (laughs) it, and I would definitely try it. I know, they sound really good. Yeah, they do. Octopus is delicious, I hate to admit. Yeah. All right. Question three. I would have preferred a gift card. With Christmas coming up at the time of this recording, uh, I figured I'd include some Carol trivia I recently learned. Okay. On the fourth day of Christmas, your true love gives you four calling birds. However, when the song was first created, you would actually receive four collie birds. What are these birds known as today? Mm. Collie birds. Collie, C-O-L-L-Y. I just imagine C-O-L-L-I-E birds, and they're just like herding cattle. (laughs) I'm just going to guess. um, I don't think it's penguins. Um, I'm just going to guess four birds that I would like to receive, I guess. 
As opposed to other birds. Uh, I would like to point out. I don't want to receive any birds. There was, exactly. Receiving if, any amount yeah. of birds is too many birds. But like four macaws <laughs> is, is like is out of a, the question. Is that a Patreon level? Can I send you four <laughs> birds a month? Please do not. The bird of the month club? <laughs> <laughs> it was called pets.com and it's closed down. It's <laughs> still have stock. Um, yeah. I'm going to walk in with a bad guess, I think. But yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, my guess is even worse because now I realize that turtle doves is one of the other things. But I said doves. Oh, no. I said doves. So you just get a ton of doves. More doves. Well, what the what the hell are lords of leaping? Dudes. Le- just leaping. Uh, dudes yeah, it's like, guys, it's like barely dancing. You ever have Neil leap for you? It's a, it's a great pleasure. Yeah, I'll leap for you. For free. So I said doves. <laughs> I said more doves. I said doves. Benji, uh, I locked in with pigeons because I thought maybe it had something to do with like the ring around a lot of pigeons' necks. So yeah, a pigeon is just an uglier dove, right? That's true. Yes, I think so. Uh, that was a good guess, but unfortunately, no points on this. Uh, they are blackbirds. Kali comes from coal. Oh, ah, all right. And a question four. They just don't make them like they used to. This ship was most notable for its actions during the War of 1812, one battle of which earned it the nickname Old Ironsides. It is also the oldest of any ship still afloat, which is a similarity it shares with its namesake. What is the real name of this ship? I'm gonna lock in. Old Ironsides. Which one was it? Um, Was it the USS Constitution? I'm not sure, but that is gonna be my guess, because... I can't think of anything else right now, so I'm going to say USS Constitution. I also locked in with the USS Constitution. As the oldest uh, constitution in the world, yes, it is the USS Constitution. Wow, nice poll from both of you. I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking if it had a high constitution in D&D, then it would be very hard. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's fair. That's true. That's true. All right. Five, the last one. Strange things are afoot. This mathematically named chain of stores has been the largest company-owned and operated chain in the United States since the 1980s. And what else? <laughs> yeah, is there a better clue? Maybe. That's great. I love to go there. So a mathematically named store. Okay. I'm I have a... Okay. So he's locked in. Um, so a foot makes me think maybe it's a shoe store. Mathematically named makes me think maybe it's Batteries Plus, but I don't think that's the largest chain. <laughs> um, and also, does it exist anymore, Batteries Plus? Um, mathematic shoe stores. Um, maybe pay less, because, I mean, less is a mathematical, what would you call it? Symbol, uh, function, function. Function. So I'm going to go with pay less. All right, Benji. Yeah, no, I had nothing, so I was just like, 7-Eleven is numbers, so I locked in with 7-Eleven. Mm. Well, fair guesses. I'm sorry, Ken. Uh, apparently, my category misled you. Uh, unfortunately, the answer is the Circle K, because strange things are afoot. Uh, it's from Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. Uh, what does Circle K have to do with math? It's got a Geometry. circle in the name. Oh, oh okay. Thank my you. My favorite math. Thank you. Your favorite math. that exists Without in numbers. front of me. That I can exactly. see visually. <laughs> math without numbers. That's All the right. worst kind of math. I hated geometry. Really? Yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite way. 
Yeah, Ken loved his CPTCPTC. I don't remember what proof. All right, so it looks like I stood my ground in my uh, category, which is miscellaneous. Um, I got uh, our score up to 92. Benji is at 70. And that could be flipping right now because you'll be facing me one-on-one in your own special category. Benji, what is that category today? Fortnite. Uh, that's going to be... <laughs> Really? Not Fortnite. <laughs> what is the name of the dancing a, move that is also a dental TikTok dance move? <laughs> if I had to write five questions about Fortnite, I would just blow my brain. All right, sorry, <laughs> we've, we've made a lot. Yet. We've made a lot of jokes about your youth right now, but uh, I want to know, you guys, is is being on this podcast with us for an hour or so today reminiscent of like that last act of uh, Christmas Carol, where he sees what his life will be like if he doesn't <laughs> change his ways? <laughs> Uh, you, don't, yeah, you, don't have to, you don't have to say whether it does or not. We are the ghosts of podcast future. <laughs> anyway, what is uh, that category? Yeah, that category finally is uh, mythology. Oh, oh wow. Nice. We've never had a mythology you know, full round like this, I don't think. Bad Zoinks. news for me. Really? Yeah, I, thought I, you know. Know, I thought you know you sh- eh, Sometimes. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of mythology. It's true. There is. Mm-hmm. All right. There is quite a lot of mythology. Fortunately for me, mythology is also one of my specialty subjects. Let's go. <laughs> so we can start off with question one. That wasn't in the movie. In Norse myth, Ragnarok is a calamity that will occur at the end of the world. The gods and their enemies fight one another in a terrible death match. During Ragnarok, Thor will face and kill this being. Unfortunately, he only gets nine steps away before dying himself. I'm locked in. All of my knowledge of this comes from the MCU, so that's that's not helpful. Um, (laughs) Could be. You said not in the movie. I know. Fights this beast. I'm looking for being being a Norse being. I don't know any that are coming to me off the top of my head. It's probably some kind of giant wolf thing. Um, But (laughs) as most things are. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's Beowulf. I'm going to say Beowulf. <laughs> this is not good. That is not correct. Benji, you seem confident. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the world snake Jormungandr. Or Jormungand, I don't know the specific guy to say it. Uh, that, yeah, Jormungandr, anything, whatever. The world serpent is acceptable. Oh, so that that's correct. Guess. It's yeah. called the world's serpent? The world's serpent, because he can circle the world with his tail. Mm-hmm. I also had a world tree. These are things I know. They do. They like the, those things. The world's coffee machine. Hold on, Neil. The world's coffee no, machine please. may be the next mythology question, so let's not spoil it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You're spoil- I'm going to have to go to my back catalog here. <laughs> spoil the coffee machine question. Oh, man. All right. Question two. I'm loving it. Everybody knows Cupid and Comet and Diner and Blitzen. Um, but no, everybody knows Cupid is the commonly referenced god of love. However, he's actually the Roman version of the Greek god. What was Cupid's Greek name? I'm left in. Oh, boy. All right, Matt. I think you can figure this out. I'm trying to like beam, telepathically no. beam it to him. So it's I'm loving it, right? <laughs> so we're going to get to McDonald's. So Ronald. <laughs> Ronald. Uh, <laughs> Greek god of love. Ronaldomos. The Greek god of love, I think, is going to be Athena. I don't know for sure. Probably everyone's making a face like it's not, but I don't care <laughs> because I said Athena and I'm locking in with this cor- correct, incorrect answer. 
Uh, All right, Menji, what you got? Well, Matt, it might not have been very wise to choose the goddess of wisdom for the answer. Um, the Cupid's Greek version is Eros, I believe. Mm. Uh, Eros is correct. From where we get the word erotic. Oh, oh is that true? Indeed. Erotic. 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 <laughs> do, do you ever use that as sort of an erotic uh, you know, precursor? Like, did you know Eros is the word for erotic? Actually, that was how I picked Ken up. Oh, Interesting. So everyone knows now. If you want to pick Ken up, just go up to him, talk about Eros for half an hour. Very into a rough half an hour. A weird game. <laughs> We're weird people. <laughs> All right, moving on from that, so we don't have to talk about it anymore. Uh, question three: Hell's Kitchen. After being finally chopped, minced, and julienned by his brother Set, this Egyptian deity became the god of the underworld. He and his wife Isis had a son. Horus, who eventually defeated Set and reclaimed the throne of Egypt. Locked in. You got this. No. Yeah, you do. You I know this. I got this. It I, exists somewhere in your mind. That's I used all we're to know say. this, is what I'll say. Can you reread some of it? Who's the Greek underworld person? We're <laughs> oh. not Greek. Uh, yeah, Egyptian. It's, Egyptian. it's not Hades. Uh, right. It's Egypt's Hades. <laughs> or Egypt's devil. Oh, boy. Um, uh this is this. I'll know it as soon as you say it. But right now, I don't know anything. Um, Matt is usually how it works. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Uh, what is his name? I'm gonna say um, the Scorpion King. <laughs> Can you still wear what if, what if, what if Yeah. What if I told you that the the Egyptian underworld god was a skater boy? Zavra Levine. <laughs> that doesn't help. He was really into footwear. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, no, but I'm pretty sure this is Osiris, right? Oh. I said see you later, Osiris. boy. Yes. I was always an Etni man. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. There's skater there's a, shoes. There's a Osiris brand of skater a, shoes. I'm pretty sure they're defunct. Are they? A long time ago. Is this ago. another old person thing? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I never had a pair of, I of, it of is. them. I did. Ken had a pair, and I thought they were cool, so I, I loved bought them. a pair. I loved them. They were big and puffy. They were huge skater shoes. It was, it was funny. Mine had a little uh, stash pocket in the tongue. <laughs> oh, I used to have kangaroos. You remember those? Oh, yeah. Awesome. I, now we do sound like old people. I never thought we did. But remember, I had kangaroos. I had a little money pocket. I put a little $5 bill do in there. Do you remember Dunkaroos, guys? you remember Dunkaroos? You got <laughs> to get, get those in my lunches. You got a cracker. You got some dip. You dip the cracker. <laughs> Ten things you will remember from the dining. Anybody else remember Mondo? Yes. <laughs> Next question. Oh, man. All right. Uh, question four. It's not a competition. Punishments in Greek myth are all pretty rough. Sisyphus has to continually roll a boulder up a hill, and Tantalus can't eat or drink anything he's given. However, the worst torment, in my opinion, is Prometheus's punishment for giving fire to man. To what did Zeus sentence him? Tantalus is where the word tantalizing comes from, Jeff. <laughs> it is. It's a tantalus. That's correct. Um, Prometheus. I think, uh, is he the one that has the birds pecking out his eyes? I feel like that might be it. So I'm going to say he's got birds pecking at his body, general body. The reason that Sisyphus' right, punishment you. was rolling stuff up a hill was because I wasn't born yet, and nobody had to learn hear me talk about, like, science or Magic the Gathering. So mm, I see. that's the real Sisyphusian okay. task. Uh, Jeff, I'll listen to that all day, but, uh... Matt, you're fairly close. Uh, Prometheus is getting his uh, liver eaten out. That's what it by was. Point, point, by... point, point. 
<laughs> I, I, I will give you points for that because I gave my playtesters points for that. Because Benji's, Benji's in the lead now anyway. So. <laughs> Benji's so, destroying you. Yep. I had the general idea. I'll take it. Birds. Yeah. <laughs> Birds. Birds. Oh. Yeah, it was a birdemic. All right. Question five. It is a competition. This Greek god of horses threw a fit after losing a competition to Athena over the name of a city. He also had to assist Apollo in building the walls of Troy after they offended Zeus. The walls offended uh, him? No. <laughs> no. This person and uh, Apollo offended Zeus. The walls did not offend them. That wall is hideous. <laughs> <laughs> and it won't defend. <laughs> Those trading spaces. Uh, I'm locked in, Matt, if you want to talk it out. Uh, talk about what? Am I naming? <laughs> I don't know. What am I naming here? Not uh, the walls. Yeah, we're looking for the Greek, the, the Greek god of horses. So they had a god of everything. Apparently, I don't know exactly how this works. Uh, Do you not pray to the horse god? <laughs> um, horses for the horse god. Yeah. If it's good enough for the Dothraki, it's good enough for me. Ah, uh, again, I don't, I don't have any idea. Uh, it's something about the name of a city. Makes me think it has something to do about something in Greece, so I'm just going to say his name was Athens. After Athena. The other person in the question. <laughs> uh, for the city your was named. As that, or would you like to change? I would like to not change it. <laughs> I would actually like to double right. down and <laughs> Double my money. I appreciate uh, your steadfastness. Benji. Uh, yeah, uh, it's weird to imagine what the city might have been called if it were named after this uh, Greek god of the ocean, Poseidon. Yes, it is Poseidon. Poseidon got horses, too? He did yeah. also get horses. See, and I thought yes. they should have had their own god, Equus, much yeah. like the much-beloved Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, is that the penis play? That is the penis play. <laughs> uh, this will be my last show, guys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It will be your last show because you're fired after that round. <laughs> you got only one question right, bringing us to 102. Oh, please. Benji now in the lead with 120. Nobody wow. could have ever felt more out of their element than when I tried to take on Jonathan Oaks in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> so you got one You got one of those right. So We'll take it. Uh, you are unfired. Now, uh, before we go to this uh, final round here, it's gonna, it looks like it's going to be Matt and Ken going up against uh, Benji. Um, both Benji and Colin are Patreon supporters, and we, we truly appreciate all of their support. Um, if you'd like to join them, you can go to patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast, where we have a ton of bonus audio content. And since it is a new year, uh, we are going to be uh, experimenting with some new formats, uh, namely a TrivNow app over on Patreon, maybe doing some Patreon-only live stream games where, uh, through an app that you can use um, through our friend uh, Jason uh, Borsum from Liquid Courage Entertainment. I said Courage. <laughs> from our... <laughs> Liquid Borge. <laughs> Using the Triv Now app uh, from our friend uh, Jay Borsum over at uh, Liquid Courage Entertainment. Uh, so thank you for introducing us to that. And uh, yeah, a bunch of other things, perks, p uh, posters, stickers. I know Benji, we sent him a poster recently. Uh, it seemed like it got there okay and he enjoyed it. But uh, but yeah, if you'd like to join them, you can go to patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast. And did that poster come in time, Benji? Oh yeah, it came perfectly in time and it was great. Loved the poster. Matt signing that in binary was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> He's a cool kid over here, and hopefully you didn't mind the uh, the Photoshop version of Matt as Poseidon with a horse body. <laughs> I will say, we've been told we have the fastest shipping in the biz as far as podcast rewards. We, uh, we make sure our patrons get what they're due as quickly as we can because we cannot say enough to yep. say thank you. And our enemies. 
get what they're due. Yeah. Hey, if our enemies are paying us on Patreon, they're going to get what they're due. <laughs> Weird flex. <but> All right. <laughs> Let's get the final round categories, please. All right. I do apologize in advance for these uh, category names, but oh, no. I thought they were entertaining. <clears throat> One, the Benjular. Two, Neil of Fortune. Three, Jeff Purdy. Four, American Ninja Warrior. And five, Match Game. <laughs> I like these. All right. Starting off with number one, the Benjular. If Ares, the Greek god of war, were on The Bachelor, to which one of these lovely ladies would he give his final rose? The list is Artemis, Hera, Aphrodite, Demeter, and Hestia. Question two, Neil of Fortune. It's time for some math. Take the number of films tied for the most Academy Awards, add it to the number of awards won by those films, and then subtract the number of existing movies in the Leprechaun franchise. I will give you a range of two. Three, Jeff Purdy. Geography for 600. The only major city located on two continents. Please answer in the form of a question. Four, American Ninja Warrior. They may not have been ninja, but the Roman army was incredibly effective. What did these elite soldiers get paid with? This practice inspired a word we use today for our earnings. And number five, match game. Which state has the most golf courses per capita, with a course for every 5,468 people? Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industry shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and get more time to actually play the games you love with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. You'll hear everything from Comic-Con coverage to the huge Diablo 4 launch. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, it looks like both teams have locked in for the final questions here. So we're going to throw it back to Colin to repeat those questions, and we'll have the teams give their answers to find out who today's cream of the crop is. All right, here we go. Question one, the Benjular. If Ares, the Greek god of war, were on The Bachelor, to which one of these lovely ladies would he give his final rose? Artemis, Hera, Aphrodite, Demeter, or Hestia? Right, we'll start off here because we don't know. Um, we only wagered 10, thankfully, on this one. And we just picked one at random, pretty much, and we said uh, Demeter. Uh, yeah, I'm glad I wagered 30 on this one. Uh, didn't need the multiple choice there to know that this was Aphrodite. And Aphrodite is correct. Ah, lucky man. <laughs> Tall Bachman would agree. <laughs> what a reference. Thank you. 
You get that one, guys? All right, on to question two, Neil of Fortune. Time for some math. Take the number of films tied for the most Academy Awards, add it to the number of awards won by those films, and then subtract the number of existing movies in the Leprechaun franchise. And I'll give you a range of two. Okay, well, uh, we went ahead and wagered only 10 on this one, uh, but we're somewhat confident on this. We think it's two movies, being Titanic and Lord of the Rings Return of the King, tied with 11 awards. Is it awards or nominations? I think awards. Um, And then minus five, we think, for Leprechaun. So we said eight. Um, Yeah. I uh, didn't have any, any sort of clue for this. Uh, so I locked in with the answer that my high school knowledgeable team always went with and said five. All right. Well, both teams are getting points here because of the margin I gave you. Uh, the answer is six. Mm. There are three winners. Uh, you forgot Ben-Hur. Oh. Uh, they won 11 awards, and there are actually eight movies wow. in the Leprechaun series. Uh, one, two, three. Oh. In Space, Leprechaun in the Hood. In the Hood, yeah. Leprechaun back to the hood. Uh, Origins and Returns. God. Stop making those movies. I I was so confident I was losing 10 points there. Let's Uh. go. All right. And to question three, Jeff Pretty. In geography for 600, the only major city located on two continents. Uh, again, just for 10 points on this one, but we're somewhat confident that we sussed it out and we said Istanbul, not Constantinople. Uh, yeah, I uh, also wagered 10 points on this one and knew that this was no longer Constantinople, but Istanbul. Uh, Istanbul is correct. I'm sure you two uh, grew up you, on... I can't give you any giants, points because right? you didn't answer in the form of a question. Uh, oh, come on. By, uh, uh, just kidding. Bifurcated by the Bosphorus Strait. Um, Istanbul, yeah. Thanks, Jeff. But yes, You're welcome. <laughs> this right. has been Wasting Time with Jeff. Points for both. Points for both. On a question four, American Ninja Warrior. They may not have been ninja, but the Roman army was incredibly effective. What did these elite soldiers get paid with? This practice inspired a word we use today for our earnings. Um, I believe we're talking about salt here for 20 points. Uh, yeah, I uh, wagered 10 points on this one as well. I locked in with salt. Yes, it is salt from salary. And if you suck, you're not worth your salt. So, there were all the Roman soldiers just had a salt lick. <laughs> That's our new Patreon tier: one salt lick, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be sent to you uh, very expeditiously. All right, final question: match game. Which state has the most golf courses per capita, with a course for every 5,468 people? Again, for 20 points on this one, we said what makes the most sense to us, and we said Hawaii. Um, I wagered zero points on this one because I didn't have any confidence in getting a sports question, and locked in with Wisconsin. Uh, unfortunately, no right answers here. Oh. It is North Dakota. Ah, Gasp. I was close. Gasp. Yeah, I was like, Wisconsin? I don't know how many golf courses they got up there. But. Well, North Dakota's got a lot of space and no people, so. <laughs> All right, Benji, looks like you did some wise wagering on that final round. You ended with 150, and uh, 
the Triviality guys here in the studio managed 112, making you today's cream of the crop and us dead. Fatality. Great job, Benji. It looks like uh, all of us here are going to go on the search for some peaches and cream to uh, you know, drown our sorrows in. But uh, how do you feel about winning Game of Death today? Uh, it's great. Game of Death was actually the reason uh, I decided to subscribe to the Patreon and like try to get on the show Like when I first heard the, the first one way back when. So yeah, I'm super stoked. I was so excited for this game. Oh, that's Very nice good. to hear. Yeah, and um, any... if anybody else wants to do a game of death, please let us yeah. know. Yeah, we'd like to do more this year, so we're we're gonna try and do at least what one a month if we can, mm -hmm. uh, recording wise. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll see if we can do that. But yeah, if you'd like to specifically, you know, uh, request game of death, let us know for sure. Uh, Benji, any uh, any parting words uh, for us today? Parting shots, if you will. Parting since, shots since we're dead. Uh, just thanks so much for having me on. It was really great, guys. Uh, I had so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for being here. And uh, Colin, you are in an undisclosed uh, college area. I don't know if you said it on the air or not, but I'm just going to pretend you didn't. Did. Um, oh, he did say it. Okay, so you're at BYU, uh, hopefully <laughs> doing your best to uh, to get some good grades. And it sounds like we would make you much dumber, and I don't know why you listen to us, but we appreciate it. Um, but any parting words from you, anyone you'd like to shout out? Uh, yeah, shout out to all the people who helped playtest this game uh, on the Discord. It was great. Their input really helped me out a lot. And uh, shout out my uh, Hempfield High School Quiz Bowl team for getting me into trivia. All right. Awesome. Good. Team rules. Now, right before we let you go, <laughs> are, do, are both of you wearing the same shirt? Uh, no. I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt. I'm wearing, uh, I don't even know what this is. Oh, it it's looks exactly like, the looks same. Like it looks like two X's. demand curves. Doesn't it? Look, it their shirt looks exactly yeah. the same. It looks like two lightsabers. I mean, mine, mine's pretty close. Yeah, mine's mine's two cross lightsabers, of course. And... Well, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> it's kismet. <laughs> it is kismet. Yeah. What a great uh, connection here. Um, well, yeah. Thank you both for uh, for joining us today um, for a game of death, which we hope to do a lot more of. And uh, Matt, uh, do you want to take us home? Uh, yeah. Thanks so much for everyone who joined us today. We thank you, the listeners. Thanks to all our patreons, and thanks to Jeff, Ken, Neil. I was Matt. That was Triviality. And since we didn't say it yet in this episode, Pagoda. Oh, we didn't say Pagoda. 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 Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Benji. So I got to think of a bone that's kind of short and stubby. Whoops. I'm leaving the mistake in. <laughs> we got a comedian over here. It still works. <laughs> oh, um, we got a comedian over here. What's short and stumpy? <laughs>